And once you have $15,000 worth of assets, um, you cross a legal threshold that requires you to have a will if you want to decide who gets your, your stuff. And if you don't have a will, then uh, New Zealand legislation steps in and distributes your assets. Welcome to the One Up Project. Money is fuel that, that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content, listening to this, is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes them think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices, then you're never going to be happy. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. Today I would like to welcome Belinda to the pod. Belinda Hunis is the Chief Business Officer of Footprint, New Zealand's largest online will provider. I was actually having a conversation earlier today, funnily enough, with my mum about how she hasn't done her will yet, her and my dad. And I was like, oh my god, this is timely because I'm going to be talking about this this afternoon and also terrible because they've kept saying how they need to do it and they haven't been. But anyway, I'm looking forward to getting into that chat. Belinda, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Amazing. Um, no, I'm, I'm really excited to have you here. And I think a good place to start around this whole estate planning will business is what actually is a will? <laughs> So a will is a legal document that you put in place that tells others, I guess, what um, assets you've got and how you want to have those distributed and to who they must go to. Um, a key thing, though, with a will is to try and remove yourself from um, being what the will's about and actually turn it into the people that you leave behind. Yeah. Um, it's about them and it's about making sure that you're reducing as much hardship on them as possible. Yeah. I guess it's hard not to make it a really personal thing when you're doing it and then I think that's what brings a lot of the fear into it because it's around a topic that not many people want to talk about. Yeah, and that's one of the misconceptions that we're trying to sort of change and we're trying to we're on a real mission to go and educate people, make sure that people understand uh, why getting a world is important. Um, how estate planning can um, it needs to be part of your everyday conversation. Mm, absolutely. In like within a will, because I feel there's a lot of ambiguity around what is actually involved with the whole thing. So what information would you find in a will? So the first thing that you um, get in a will is uh, the executor. And so the executor is the person that sees out um, what your wishes are that you put in your will. It's a really, really important uh, role. They are responsible legally, financially and physically for making sure that those wills are, or that your will is seen out to a T. When I first came to Footprint, I had my husband as my executor and I quite quickly changed that <laughs> when I realised the responsibility that would be on him at a time that he's grieving. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen examples of people when they're an executor um, being, you know, we had someone that was um, asked to be an executor by his best friend, obviously saw it as a, a badge of honour, mm. um, and when he passed away, he did everything he needed to to make sure that the will was seen out. The only problem was that he couldn't find one of his sons. He had two sons, one in New Zealand and one in um, Australia, and he couldn't find the Australian son. And so he ended up paying everything out to the New Zealand son and the Australian son came out of the woodwork wanting his share and the executor had to remortgage his house and pay 60000 to 
wow. the son from Australia. So it really is a very serious role, and people, I think, don't realise the importance of who covers that role. Mm. Some of the other things that you get in a will are decisions on guardianship. So if you have children, who you'd like the guardian to be, and if you've got pets, who you want to have as their guardians. If you've got gifts of significance, so you may have um, gifts or heirlooms that have been passed down that you want to give to someone specific that can go into your will, or if you'd like to give to charity. And then after that, it's basically um, anything that once your debts are paid off and your gifts are being gifted and things like that, who you'd like your remaining estate to go to. It's one of those things, I know that a lot of us listening will be younger and feel like we have the whole our whole lives ahead of us which hopefully we all do and so for me I guess as an example like I'm 23 I have no dependents um I almost feel like apart from people hopefully being sad it wouldn't be necessarily a huge hassle uh practically if, if I were to pass away so why do you think it's important that I would consider my will it's a great question a lot of people may have that thought um, and that's one of the perceptions that we're trying to change. Wills aren't just for the older folk with lots of money. they for anyone. Anyone over the age of 18 can get a will. And once you have $15,000 worth of assets, um, you cross a legal threshold that requires you to have a will if you want to decide who gets your, your stuff. And if you don't have a will, then uh, New Zealand legislation steps in and distributes your assets. Wow. And quite easily you can reach 15,000 in assets. People totally. don't realise your KiwiSaver, your yeah. shares, your um, I'm already over that. life insurance, all of those yeah. types of things are personal assets. Um, most people's KiwiSaver, I think the average, they say nowadays is about 20,000 in a person's account, so they would quite easily reach 15,000. Wow, interesting. So if you're under 15,000, then would that be up to... Your family can then apply to, to have a distributor and stuff like that. It's it's You don't have to have a, a will in place. Yeah, right. So if you want to have that control over where your assets go mm-hmm. and you've passed that $15,000 threshold, even if you're 19, 20, it's something really important to consider. Definitely. A lot of people think that, that it would automatically go to your partner or yeah. you know to your children. It doesn't work out like that. Depending on who's still a, alive in your family, it, it gets distributed in a specific way yeah and I suppose it's so important to make sure that like you were mentioning before that you're not putting any more pain or stress on the people you care about no matter how unlikely the outcome might be yeah mm. generally I, I suppose to put it in some sort of a list format like what are the benefits to having your will sorted out so the biggest one is peace of mind so knowing that those that you're leaving behind are looked after, and that they understand what you wanted done in your will. You know, one of the things that does go into your will is that you have the choice of adding in your funeral wishes. So if you haven't spoken to your family about that beforehand, they may not know what you want to happen. And we've had some people turn a will not into, uh, you know, or turn it into something that they really enjoy and bring a part of them through, through the funeral wishes by having some fun in that. And and they've said things, we've had one person say they wanted to have a actor play the Grim Reaper at mm. their funeral, and we've had um, another person say they wow. want a bottle of bourbon at the um, burial site, and everyone takes a nip out of it. Yeah. You know, so they, they <laughs> can bring a bit of your character through. The other benefit is the reduction in estate administration fees. The average estate administration fee can cost $10,000. Um, and that's with a will in place. Without a will, it can be 50% more and take 50% longer. Wow. Is so it just admin to sort it all out? Yes. So oh it, it's basically, and, and 
81% of people didn't realise that yeah. um, a state administration was required with a will. And actually 100% of wills require it. So it is something that is massive. If you can reduce the amount of um, time that it's taking for your family to get those funds, you know, most people can't wait 18 months. Mm. There's sort of two terms that we've spoken about so far, one being a will and the other one being estate planning. Are they the same or what's kind of the difference there? Estate planning is really looking at your your everyday life today and deciding how you want that to play out when you're no longer here. Um, a will comes into that and um, a will definitely is a key part of estate planning. However, there's other things that come in. The way you set up your life insurance, for example, the way you set up your bank accounts. Mm. You know, we've heard of people that, it, um, we know a person that was married and they were living out of his account and when he passed away, that even though they had left everything to each other, when he passed away, everything gets frozen. Right. And so she um, she couldn't survive. How? I mean, I, c- I don't know how long I could survive without my partner's funds being there, you know, or being a- able to access yeah, just accessible. that type of thing. Mm. And so really it's about looking at everything that you, the decisions you're making today and making sure that you're setting yourself up for, for the future and for when you're no longer here. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that, um, you know, who your executor is and what assets you have and who you want them to go to and things like that, that all comes into it. And basically it's about reviewing your, your plan regularly. Everyday things like getting married and getting divorced and having a baby and buying a house, all those things can affect your estate. Um, and so it's just, it's about looking at your estate and going, what needs to be, what's the plan? Do you think that reviewing it comes around as a result of events or it's something we should be doing on like a quarterly basis or a consistent basis? Well, there's a mixture of things. There are triggers like having a baby and, and getting married and getting divorced and buying a house that would cause you to um, look at your will. And, and um, it's always good to do that with those triggers. Um, uh, but it's also good to, to regularly just review it anyway because things change day in and day out. We don't realise you get more assets, you buy a new car, you um, suddenly have shares that you never had before. And so it's about looking at all of those things. And so one of the things that we do, for example, is we've got a subscription um, model with two of our products and that allows you, same as your Netflix or your Amazon subscription, it allows you to renew your will or have a look at your will and see whether it needs to be updated annually. And so a will is a part of estate planning. So what else would be involved in estate planning aside from, you know, the review of, of your situation? Uh, the other things would be understanding probate and estate administration. So probate is where your executor would go to court and, and prove that the will that you've got or that they've got is the latest one. Right. Um, and and re- request approval, I guess, to be able to go through and administer your estate. Um, estate administration is then when you um, you administer, pay off all the debts, close your bank accounts, close your um, IRD details, all of those types of things, as well as obviously paying out to your, your beneficiaries. Mm, I guess a will can help ease the, those two extra things as exactly. well, that process. Yeah. Yep. Mm, interesting. Traditionally, what... What has been the process to organise a will? So traditionally, most people probably would have gone to a lawyer, probably paid hundreds of um, dollars to get a will in place. And that lawyer would have asked them questions by following a template similar to what we do. And I think what's changed is that now you can do it in, on average, 15 minutes from your house or from mm. a, a, at a time that suits you. It's a lot easier and a lot simpler. 
Our key um, thinking behind it is that there is a lot of information out there that you have to understand. And so one of the key things we've done is to simplify it and make it a lot easier so people really do understand it. So we've removed the legal jargon out of a lot of um, our blogs, out of a lot of our content, and just really simplified it so that um, every, everybody understands it. Just over 50% of New Zealanders having a will in place and, and 91% of those being retirees. We're on a, re- a real mission to educate and ensure that people understand that anyone over the age of 18 can yeah. start looking at it. We have a lot of information on our website that pulls all of this together. And within our packages, we've also included um, some short learning modules around why what a will is, uh, around um, an executor and the role that they play, mm. around probate and estate administration. So we've really tried to pull that, that through. We have a notification widget which allows you to notify your loved ones of where your will is. And the reason we brought that in is because 40% of people didn't realise or don't know where their parents' uh, wills are. Yeah, and so we brought that in one. so people knew, um, okay, it's with footprints. So uh, they don't get access to it or anything like that. It just notifies them that it's there. And we've also brought in a digital vault which allows you to save your will. Um, your other insurance papers, anything else you want. It also allows you to leave a video to a loved one, which mm. is quite different. Um, and so, yeah, it brings brings through having everything in one sort of place. Mm. Okay, so I want to set up my will. What, and I've never done anything like this before and never spoken to anyone, what do I need to collect to do it or what's the process? So it's really, really simple. Um, it's... Basically, you would go to our website and choose the product that you that you wanted to look at, and you would from there answer some questions that you know, um, your name, your date of birth, your those types of things, who, the people you want to leave as um, your assets to. You'd need to know their details, um, and really, it's about s- probably sitting down before you go through the will and understanding who you want to have your, as your executor who you want to have um, leave gifts to and, um, you know, who you want your pet guardians to be and, and that sort of thing. From there, you will submit it through to us and our professional will drafters would review it and um, get it back to you. Okay, cool. How long does that entire process take? Well, on average, the will, complete, uh, the will takes 15 minutes to complete. Once you've submitted it through to us, it takes at most three business days to come back to you. It's interesting because I I just made so many assumptions about what that whole process was like and in my head I'm thinking, okay, it's probably going to take like at least a couple of weeks a sit-down chat with a lawyer about it, you know? Like that's yeah. just in my head what I would have first assumed. No, it is really, really simple and that's where things have changed. You don't have to go to someone and have a face-to-face conversation now you can literally do it by yourself at home or a lot of people find that they want to do it at home because they can actually speak to their family and Mm. discuss it and go yeah I suppose it's a good thing to sit down with the people involved even Mm. like or you know whoever is there or you want to talk to about it and then do it so it's not it's less coordination and I don't know a little bit more relaxed yeah definitely how much should it cost us or how much will it cost us well, it's actually not as expensive as most people think. Yeah. Um, our products range from $85 to $120, depending on the product that you're choosing. 
Um, obviously, as I've mentioned before, a couple of them are subscriptions, so it could be um, $85 a year annually, whereas our other option is to have, if you just want the will, standard will by itself, then um, you have that option too. Mm. And you can, within the platform, you can buy another will if you needed to. Again, I'm instantly assuming it was going to cost thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea, really. Yeah, it's really wow. simple, really reasonably priced, um, and there's really no reason that people shouldn't have one in place. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the two barriers that were stopping me from either talking to anyone about estate planning or thinking about it for myself was one, time, and two, money thinking that it was going to take months and thousands and now knowing it's going to take tens of dollars and 15 minutes. I'm and like, save you thousands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, there really isn't much excuses there. Yeah. We're, so if, if from this people wanting to do a little bit more research into estate planning and maybe familiarise themselves with, with it a bit more, do you have any ideas for where we could be looking to do that research? There's a lot of information online. Sorted always has great stuff on it. Our website has fantastic stuff on it. So really, if you were going to go and have a look at any of those sort of places, you can. One of the key things that uh, we've done is we've gone and sourced all that content and brought it into one place Mm. and simplified it. So there's a lot online that you'll be able to find. Mm, Amazing. Okay, cool. And if people want to check more out about Footprint, where can they go? If you go to... Our website, which is www.myfootprint.co.nz. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, Belinda. It's been really eye-opening, <laughs> which is kind of sad, I think, actually. But it's cool to hear that you guys are on a real mission to educate, and I think bringing accessibility to that information is exactly the kind of thing I want to do, and it's cool to see that's happening in the estate planning world. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.